0: Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sportcast. I'm back on the podcast for you guys today. We've got the off-season, the next episode. I was We were supposed to film this, guys, on Friday. Um, it would have been the fifth episode, but so much has happened. I, I was not expecting any of this. This is probably our biggest episode to date. Um, but you guys know we are joining my dad today. Dad, how are you today? Doing great. Uh, hello, everyone. All right, guys. Let, let, so, Dad, let's get straight into things. You know, starting off on Friday... Um, we got the news. The first news was WWE's announced effective melee, Triple H will resume his executive position as executive vice president talent relations. So that was the position John Laronitis was in. But as you guys know, that he was released, he was fired, whatever you want to call it. And Triple H is back. Um, he said, I look forward to returning to my prior position as head of talent relations. I'm healthy, fired up, and ready to take charge. It's good to see him back. So that was a great reaction. Um, but I think Shortly after it was the big stuff. Um, I think you know this was expected that it was going to happen, but we weren't really sure, you know, if, if it was gonna happen or when it was gonna happen. But Vince McMahon puts out the tweet at 77, time for me to retire. Thank you, WWE Universe, then now and forever. You know, he released that statement. Um I believe he said, you know, he mentioned that his daughter Stephanie and Nick Khan will be the co CEOs. Um, and you know, he also announced that, uh, obviously Triple H will be the executive vice president. Um, but you know, him stepping down was during all these allegations. But you know, the, the slight problem I had with him doing this is because I don't really think it's about him stepping down because you know what, he thinks his time is up. I think this is the he, he he's trying to. He's trying to make it seem like, oh, I'm just choosing to retire. You know, my time is up. Well, it, I think it's basically because of these allegations. And you know what? He's decided, oh, uh, because of this, I got to step down. He's not really putting it because of these allegations. He's not putting the blame. He's putting the blame on, oh, it's time for me to retire at 77 years old. Nah, well, we. I think everyone knows why he's retiring. And, you know, this came to as a shock. I was not really expecting this, uh, especially on this Friday. But, you know, I, I was kind of. Now, Dad, I'll ask you how you feel about this. But you know what? He's done, to be fair, he has done a lot for the business and, you know, to get it to this level. But it's been time for a change for at least 10 years now. It's been time for him to step down. And I'm not sure why he hasn't, because he's set his product back a long, long way. Um, But he does retire. What is your first thoughts, Dad, on Vince McMahon retiring and stepping down?
1: You know, a guy like him, um, you know, I mean, he was given, you know, a business uh, that was doing well, but uh, he brought it to that next level yeah. uh, where he took, you know, uh, you know, everybody knew about, you know, iRustler I or, you know, a match. And, and so he took it to that next level. But uh, unfortunately, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, the business aspect of it is that, you know, there's a lot of younger newcomers that want to get into the business. And right. a guy like him with that much money with that much power will do these kind of things where eventually, you know, now that it's all coming out, we'll get him in trouble. Mm-hmm. Now I would question any WWE retirements over the years, whether it's, 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 you know, permanent or whatever, uh, you know, they'll be coming back in six months. But I think uh, because of what the actual issue this time is, right. uh, and WWE being a publicly traded, uh, company, uh, I don't see, you know, um, Vince McMahon having anything to do, uh, with the company, uh, from now on. Um, I think, uh, you know, he's, you know, which kind of comes with the, you know, he, he's abused, uh, his power, I think, uh, and, uh, and I don't see it just ending there. I, I think, you know, he's, he's thinking, okay, you know, retire and it is going to go away. Yeah. No, no, uh, these things are not going to go away because the company is still, just still a big, you know, marketing piece, such a big part of the, you know, sports entertainment business that, uh, you know, there's enough people out there that will not let it go away. Yeah. Uh, so I don't just see what you know what we've already heard. I think there's there's going to be tons more coming out. It's unfortunate uh, because, as I said at the beginning, you know he's brought this company and this product to this next level over the last, you know, how, how many years? And uh, uh, it, it's sad that uh, you know it's going to end like this for him. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's uh, 52 years in the business. I believe he made his debut in 1969. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was born that year. <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, he's done, uh, you know, great, you know, great for the product. He's, you know, he's, uh, taking it to that really, really uh, great next level, but, uh, it's, it's sad to see, but, uh, you know, uh, these things over the years, when you're going to be, uh, you know, that bad behavior and, uh, it's going to catch up to you. And I think it has to him.
0: Yeah. And, and there's reports that, you know, it's, it's a total of 12 million that, you know, was not reported um and you know what this this decision like they said he's made it for a week and everyone was as it was aware in the company and then he finally released that letter to all the talent and everyone in the company um but he does step down you know what it it was well overdue i I think this is a really good chance for them to reset and, and and i think that they're already heading in the right direction with some of the moves we'll talk about coming in but this is a really good chance for them to reset. Like I've seen a lot of people tweeting when he retired, you know what people are like, Oh man, like it's Vince McMahon," but people are excited and people are going to probably tune in tonight's Monday night raw. It's going to be later on today at eight o'clock. People are excited to see what is going to happen. Um, and like, I get it. It's he is he is the reason that you know we're all watching and all these other stuff, or you know, all these other promotions are at the level because of him, you could say, and you know what he's done a good job, but it's time and, and I think this 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 change is well overdue. Um, and then they kicked off SmackDown, with Stephanie McMahon. She just started a thank you, Vince Chant. I wasn't really sure if that was the right thing to do, but you know what, they had to rewrite the script because also Brock Lesnar found out, you know, he, he was leaving and he was retiring and he actually left the arena. And I heard during the show um, that he was he was out of TD Garden, um, but they were working on him, getting him back to the building to talk, talk things out. And he did show up to conclude the show. They booked it around, you know, potentially him coming back and he did come back. So, you know, a guy like him is probably upset and he did, you know, tip his cap at the end of the show. He saluted. It looked like a thing to Vince McMahon, but you know a lot of these guys in backstage are unhappy, a little bit sad. You know what he's gone, but people, I I think most people backstage are okay. I'm fired up. This is a chance for you know a new look, a new chance for me to become a star. And I think they really needed this. Um, but is there anything else that you want to add on the Vince McMahon? You know what? Yeah, him stepping down. I think that come tonight and you know TV 14 for um, SummerSlam and going forward, it's going to be a really really good thing to see.
1: You know, it it just it couldn't come at a worse time because, yeah, uh, you know, as we know, I mean, I know Cody Rhodes is here now, but you know, the, you know it wouldn't it's uh, uh, AEW, I believe they're knocking on their door, um, you know. And then when stuff like this happens, and and I think you know, you may have stars that may start thinking, okay, well, do we want to remain here? Uh, yeah, it is exciting. Uh, you know, somebody new is going to come in and, uh, and then hopefully take it in a different direction. Cause uh, yeah, it, it hasn't been a good product for quite some time now. Uh, and uh, this was just sort of like, a, you know, like a kick while you're in the head while you're down uh, with, with Vince, but uh, they've always bounced back. I think they've always found a way and uh, I see them do that again.
0: Yeah. and I, I completely agree. And um, just today, it was announced that Triple H is WWE's new head of creative. Um, he will be resuming his role as town relations as well as this. Um, it was a really good sign. Flightful Fightful Select, um, had a backstage thing that stated Bruce Pritchard and Ed Koski were largely in control of the show, but Triple H will now be the finished guy. So those guys really report to him, and he basically got demoted Bruce Pritchard, which was, was coming. And I think Kevin Dunn, another guy like all these Vincent, man, like you could say, yes, man are starting to realize that, you know, their jobs aren't saved because they, they really haven't done much. And and they were really yes, men And I think this is a really good thing for Triple H. He did great things on XT. He's a great mind in the business. And um, I'm looking forward, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Johnny Gargano is trending. You know, maybe guys like Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt has a Vince McMahon quote in his bio. Could we see him return maybe tonight? Because Russell Votes tweeted, you know, they're one of the most reliable people in the business where it all begins again. And, and that was actually the WrestleMania 20 tagline in MSG and tonight raw is in MSG. So we could see something um, I, I'm going to say maybe Bray Wyatt. I think maybe Bray Wyatt returns. I don't know how that figures into their one week before SummerSlam, but I, I don't know why they would tweet this. I think that maybe there is something that's going to happen tonight. Uh, but I feel like a lot of people are definitely going to tune in for this show um triple h stephanie nick connor the new people running the show you could say triple h and stephanie obviously but i think everyone's looking forward to it i think this is long overdue most of the people that i've talked to i've seen online are like yeah this is long overdue i'm excited to see what's gonna happen and um i'm, I'm definitely gonna tune into raw tonight but dad any last words you want to add on this you know triple h getting the new creative role and then obviously yeah the, this new direction in this new era of, of wwe
1: I mean, I think it was, uh, you know, it, it was it's much needed. Um, and, uh, you know, when somebody, uh, you know, Triple H, it's somebody that's been in the trenches, you know, hes he's been in the ring all these years, he's, you know, I'm sure they've asked him, you know, okay, here, this is a direction we're going to, he mm-hmm. knows what works. He knows what the fans react to. He knows what the people like, because he's been in there. You know, if somebody's not reacting, you know, I'm sure over the years there's been things that he's, you know, that he was made to do that uh, didn't get a reaction. So I think, you know, so he's, he's, he, you know, he's been to war as you can say all these years and he knows exactly what it's going to take. Um, so, you know, and it's, and it's a, and it's a hands-on guy. And, uh, and I think, uh, uh, it's, it's a good move, uh, to bring somebody than someone that's, you know, never, you know, uh, put on the tights and, 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 been in the ring to say, okay, this is what we, you know, we should, it's going to work. No. Uh, so here's somebody that's, that's been there, that's done that. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh you know, I, I, think it's, it's exciting.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm really excited to see what they do. Like this is going to be a really good opportunity. Pull summer slam. I think is when we're going to start seeing a lot of big changes and there's, they've got a lot of work to do because there's a lot of stuff that they, I think they're going to easily fix on. I think fans are going to be happy. And this is a really, really, really good change. And I'm, I'm really excited to see what they do. Um, a source at the USA Network, home of Monday Night Raw, said that this news is an exciting change for the Triple H. And Talon backstage are generally excited. So we're both looking forward to it. We'll definitely tune into Raw. And we'll see, you know, Wednesday... Um, we'll talk about it more on Wednesday, obviously, and Friday we'll talk about, you know, SummerSlam predictions because SummerSlam was actually on Saturday, this coming Saturday. Um, but next Nazim Kadri now, Daniel, he's probably still the biggest free agent and it's July 25th. Now I'm under the impression that I think the Colorado avalanche are trying to, you know, potentially move out some cap space to re-sign him because I think he definitely would have re- re-signed or he would have signed with another team by now. Other than the Abs, he has not signed, and I think this is the best move that he can make. He's gonna re-sign. You know, he's played there for a few seasons now. He's won a cup, and you know what? They could—they're the favorites to repeat. So, if he really wants to win, he should re-sign with his team. Now, I don't know. You know, I will probably have to pull this up here. Their their um cap hit. But if I was to pick, you know, who they would have to move on, it's probably Eric Johnson. Now, Eric Johnson, you know, he's got there in age. He's making six million bucks. Who's going to take on that contract? You're probably gonna to have to move. I'd say a pick out, I, I think they're gonna to have to move a pick out, but that six million dollars, they have three million in cap space. You just have under 10. I think you can easily sign Cal, uh, Kadrine. I think he'd take probably a team friendly deal, eight, nine million dollars. I think this is the move. Um, but I think, yeah, he, he's the guy that they're probably going to move on from. He's also 34. Uh, he doesn't really fit their young, you could say young defensive core. But I think, yeah, he's the guy that they're probably going to move on from. And I'd, I'd say Nazem Kadri resigns with Colorado.
1: As a Leafs fan, I hope he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, when, I, you know uh, when we play them, hopefully in the playoffs, uh, I'd rather not see him uh, on the other side. Because uh, can you imagine mm-hmm. uh, what he's going to do to us uh, the way I think he feels he was treated? uh, um, you know, by the club. Um, so, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, I you know, I totally agree. I think, uh, you know, when it takes this long, uh, this is not so, you know, it's not that he's not getting any offers. This is just, he's just giving yeah. the team he's there. That's going to give them the best chance to win. I think yeah. he knows they can win again. And I think, you know, people have appreciated his play, mm-hmm. his commitment and, uh, and he produced. Yeah. So, uh, why would you want to leave? Uh, I mean, it's a perfect scenario, and um, you know, eight nine million, I think, is is is, is you know, it will for sure get it done, uh, and, and uh, for both Colorado, him, uh, and the team, it's and the fans, it's a perfect fit.
0: Yeah, and he, his first game, I believe, in the finals, he scored that OT winner. Like he really performed. And yeah, I, I think that I'd love to see him actually be back. I know I'm not a fan of the, the team, but I love his game and I'm a fan of him. And I'd love to see him back on this team. And I think that, yeah, they're, they're really, really strong. And I think they're, again, they're the favorites out west. The Leafs are the second favorites. I know, you know, they have one around, but I think, yeah, if they win around, they'll go to, at least to the finals. And I think they have a really good chance to win the division. But, we'll talk about the lease another day, but yeah, I, I think this is a sign that he's going to resign with this team. And lastly, now Friday was a big day because Friday we had the Vince McMahon news in the morning. Um, and then we watched SmackDown and around 11 o'clock, I, I got that Twitter notification, Matthew Kachuk to Florida. Now, when I saw this Matthew Kachuk to Florida, I think I called you dad. i said, Matthew Kachuk to Florida. You're like, what, what I'm like. And, and when that happened, I'm like, Man, the Leafs, this is this is going to be I, – I don't think they can beat this team because I'm thinking I'm under the impression that they probably move on from Weger. I thought Weger was probably a guy that would be moved in, in, since he went to Florida. Maybe a guy like Duclair or Verheggy Reinhardt, two of those guys, but they gave up a prospect in Colschwin, their first-round pick in 2026. They haven't had a first-round pick since 2021. They've traded all of them. Um, And I believe they gave up Mackenzie Weger and Jonathan Huberdeau. And now, now that this has happened and, you know, we're a few days later, those two players that they traded for had said, yeah, we're open to re-signing in Calgary. Like, I didn't think there's a situation that Calgary moving out from Matthew Kachak, there's a chance that they can win the trade. If these two players re-sign, I don't know how you don't say that they won this trade. They got a first round pick. They got a prospect. You can even flip those two, you know, assets into a center or a wanger or whatever you want to, re- you know, replace these guys with that. You, the, the, the two guys that you lost in Kachuk and Goudreau, you already replaced one of them and you got to defend some back, but Matthew Kachuk goes to, you know, Florida. He's going to be playing in the same division as his brother. Before we get into, you know, what they said in the press conference that what is your first thought of the trade?
1: I would uh, personally like to thank the Florida Panthers as a Leaf fan, uh, for making our path a lot easier with this trade, I think. Um, yeah. I think, look, you know, Chuck, I mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, a gritty player like that, when they're going in every day, every day, it, yeah. your body it takes its toll. And, uh, you know, you're going to miss games. And I I can you know, this is, this is Huberto is a 115-point guy from last year. He's over a point a game yeah. guy in the last four to five years. How do you trade? And he's 29, I believe only. How do you trade a guy like him? and i i think it's a huge mistake i think you know i think we've we, we always discussed it that you know what oh my god there's Tampa now Florida's good you know it makes our you know road to the to make it to the finals a lot tougher but honestly i think they've uh they've made it a lot easier uh i mean you know what Chuck's gonna go in there I, you know he's gonna score he's gonna get his points but I, I don't think it's a good trade uh, for them and uh, good for Calgary, uh, you know, uh, after losing, you know, two, uh, two stars, but I think they, with this one, they, they, you know, they did well.
0: Yeah. And this is the first ever, I think, hundred point hundred point player trade and first ever sign and trade. Uh, Matthew Kachuk signs eight years, 9.5. Now he is the younger player. I get it. It's a good trade for them too, but That blue line, like if you if you take a look at their blue line and what they have now for Florida, now look at team other teams in this conference or like division. Sorry, their blue line, it's really good, and they've got Ekblad, Montour, Forsland, Gudis, Carlson, and uh, Mark Stahl. Now. Okay, Ekblad is Ekblad. He's a great player, but he's injury prone. I like Forsling. He's a good young player. But other than that, it's not a strong defensive core. And they're over the cap space. They're they're over the cap hit. Like, I don't know what they're doing right now. And I've also heard that, you know, Johnny, Johnny uh, Huberto was not happy with how the trade went down. You know, he was kind of shocked because they did have extensions talk and then it just stopped. All of a sudden, they just stopped having those discussions. But he finished his career with the most games played, in Florida Panthers history, second on the goals list, first on the assist list, first on the points list, first on the goals created list, third on the game-winning goals. He's a two-time All-Star. He won the Calder. Like he is probably the best Florida Panther you could argue him and Barkov of all time. And I, I don't get this trade for them, but you know these two players and Huberto and Weger. They said, you know what? We're, we're you know we're interested in signing long-term deals. And if they do that, if Calgary pulls this off unbelievable trade on their part but now with Matthew Kachuk he found out he was at his brother's engagement um and you know he was happy celebrating obviously that and obviously his dad is also building a house in Florida but he is there at the press conference you know he said I, I wasn't big I wasn't a big Edmonton fan I hate Edmonton now I hate Tampa Bay and he talked about his decision was three years in the making um you know he did sign that bridge deal so it gave him this kind of flexibility, but. You know, he said, I put myself in a position with the last deal I signed to kind of reevaluate my life and my career at this stage. And I came to conclusion after the RFA period, it was time to look elsewhere, which, you know, him saying this is kind of weird because in the, in the post game, I think after they lost, he said, yeah, I'm open to re-signing. I mean, what else is he supposed to say, but why make this kind of statement, you know? I think he maybe thought Johnny Gaudreau was going to resign. I think that definitely played a factor because I don't think he leaves. I definitely don't think he leaves. I think he maybe signs a one-year extension and rides it out till the UFA, being UFA, but that's that. But um, he also talked about, you know, he wants to be a Florida Panther for the rest of his life. I'm sitting here very emotional about my time there in Calgary. I'm sad and happy, very mixed. I'm sad. I'm leaving so many great people in the city uh, and the organization. You know, he said, I feel like I played it. I did it the right way. I played my hardest. I try to be in the community as much as possible. I know pretty recently it was time for a change. There was no second guessing it or delaying it. I told him right away. It was like ripping a Band-Aid off right away. It's hard. So at least he got them You know something, in my opinion. He got them something back. Um, but they lost 200-point stars, but they got 100-point star back. 115-point star in Jonathan Huberto, who was actually him and Goudreau were potentially in the heart running. You could say they were definitely in the top five. You know, you have Matthews there, Shesterkin, McDavid. I put Hubert Owen and Goudreau there as well. And uh, this was a crazy trade. But I think we would both agree that I think that if this extension goes through, Calgary wins this by far. I think Calgary won this by far. And even if they don't extend, I would trade these two players. I would definitely trade these two players. And you can get something back at the deadline because their contracts are cheap and reasonable. You can get something back. So I love this trade for the Calgary Flames. I think they 100% deserve this. And Matthew Kachuk is going to be in in Florida. But yeah, Dad, would you agree that they won this deal? by? by I'd say by a long shot, in my opinion. Because I get at the age, it's still a good trade for Florida. You're getting a good player. But that defense, man, I, I'm not sure. And they're over the cap.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Uh, the kind of game that uh, Huberdo plays, um, you know, I, I can see him playing, you know, until he's like 36, 37 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know I think it's the opposite for Kachok because uh, yeah. the style that he plays in the next four or five years, you know your body starts breaking down. And I think we've you know discussed this a few times uh, and I always go back to Wendell Clark. you know he came in like a you know just just a mm-hmm. tornado and running yeah. everybody over and it was it was unreal. came the fifth, sixth year his career, oh, you know, Wendell's missing 20 games, or the next one's 30, you know, so, you know, body takes is old, so I don't think the age really has anything, and that's because yeah. these are two different style players, one, I'm sure, will, you know, last a lot longer, uh, and then the other one, you know, the, the style will be injury-prone, so, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, I think, I told, I mean, I agree with you 100%, I think uh, Calgary totally uh, won this trade, uh, but, you know, with Goudreau leaving, uh, they've got a lot of work to do still. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, I say this is a positive step, anyways, uh, for for you know two negative moves.
0: Yeah, and I think that like obviously they're over the cap with Florida. I think they move on from Bobrovsky. He's making twenty million, or sorry, he's making ten million dollars a season. I think that they're probably gonna have to move on from him. That frees up some space. I think that's the likely thing. But don't get me wrong, Florida is still a good team. You know what they've got Barkov. They've got Makachuk. They've got Bennett. You know, they've got Hornquist. They've got, obviously, um, Reinhard Verhege. Do Claire. Guys like that. Even Antoine Lindell, the young player. But defense wins these championships. And you saw the way Tampa played their game seven against the Toronto Maple Leafs. That defense. They're blocking shots. They're clogging neutral zone. You know what? They're, they're not letting us cycle the puck. They're not letting us pass. We're not getting shots on goal. That's how you're going to win. And they got swept. By Tampa Bay. Th- this is not a better team, in my opinion. You lost, you know, Mackenzie weger who's probably going to test the market. Um, I-, I don't think they're close on extension. That's why I think he probably was in the deal. But I-, I i 100%, yeah, I think Calgary won this by far. And I'm shocked. I like, I did not see a chance that, you know, even the fan base was kind of defeated. And what a move by Brad Tru Living. This is a crazy move, in my opinion. 200 point players in the first ever sign and trade. We probably won't see another trade like this for a while. Like two 100 point players traded for each other is crazy, um, but yeah, we're gonna have to see how it plays out. They're over the cap hit. We'll see as time goes on what happens. Um, but dad, any last words for the podcast today? This is you know an, a crazy episode. A lot has happened, and uh, we're, <laughs> we're gonna have another one for you guys on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, we've kind of, you know been all over uh,
0: the board today.
1: Um, yeah, but um, uh, you know, look. Um, Sometimes uh, I think this was one of the, uh, you know, things that Vince McMahon always uh, used to say, that you have to take a step back and to take two steps forward. And I think, uh, you know, him him having to take that step back uh, will actually benefit the company in the long run, I think, now. Uh, You know, his time was up. The the way he kind of, uh, uh, you know, ran things, uh, had played his course. Uh, so I think it's uh, it's time for some uh, you know young blood to, to sort of uh, take it over, uh, and and take take it in a different direction, and uh, you know hopefully, uh, I mean we can't expect too much, uh, you know right away because I think you know we've got to give these guys a chance. I hope fans understand yeah. that uh, you know it will take a little while. That you know don't be expecting come this Saturday that oh wait a second there's nothing new or whatever, but. Uh, you know, give these guys a, a you know a chance, and uh, I think they'll take it in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And the funny thing is, WWE shares are up three percent in the pre-market trading ahead of the first trading day since Vince McMahon announced his exit and Sean Ross Sapp posted just around twelve o'clock Eastern today. WWE stock has already shot up at nine point five percent today, following the news of Vince McMahon's retirement and Triple H heading into creative. So <laughs> that should tell you what people think, yeah. right there, right? So, so yeah, in
1: in, in, in in dollar figures, just to let you know that, that's that's four dollars. I think it was uh, sixty nine, and then it closed at seventy three. So, and that's a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is this is insane. That I guess it was if people figured that this is a good sign. And I, I'm sure that there's, he's probably seeing this too. And it maybe it hurts him a bit, but it, it's like he, he's getting there in age. I think that this is the perfect time for him to step back. Like th- this made complete sense. And its it's finally time. And I'm looking forward to seeing what these guys can do. Triple H and Stephanie. I'm really, really excited for this this new chapter for WWE. And, you know, what? with that with that trade too, I'm, I'm really excited to see how it plays out. I'd love to see those two players re-sign in Calgary because I think they could have a really good thing going. They're both Canadian players. I believe Hubert was from Montreal and Uyghurs from Ottawa. So they'll get that Canadian love and that Canadian fan base right there in Calgary. Uh, but that's going to be it for today, guys. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you guys on Wednesday. Thanks, guys.